Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast view. Listeners, watchers, enjoyers, people who just love to be entertained. Tonight was supposed to be a threesome, but somebody dropped out. Okay, so you just got to deal with me and KJ tonight. (laughs) KJ with his sexy pink shirt showing off his nipples and me with my wildy coyote shirt because let's face it, we all love Acme. Once again, tonight's topic is top 10 good bad movies. Now, what exactly does a good bad movie mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means it's a bad movie, but for some odd fucking reason, we like it and we keep watching it. Very true. And we all know that somebody has that. Okay. And I think I might actually change one of mine because I can't do that. Hey. So anyway, guys, welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. I am one of your hosts, Los. And of course, our fearless leader and our other host, K to the motherfucking J. Yeah, buddy, man. You got to love the Los intro, man. Got to freaking love it. Like, I'm going to have to compile all of your intros up one day, just like the guy from, like, like the uh, MCU. And just make a whole like video of it. It's like all your intros. <laughs> I think I might do that for like episode one hundred. Like this, this, this have Yo, like that would very, be interesting. That would be pretty cool, actually. There we go, foresight. Um, but yeah, just like Lo said, uh, episode fifty-two. We're gonna be doing something different today. Well, not really different. We've done it before. We've done best action films of all time. Uh, we're not. This list is not an all-time list. This is just a little short top ten of ours of like he said best. I mean, good, bad movies, basically. Good, bad movies, yeah. Um, most of mine are pretty... Actually, I think all of mine are from the 90s because I was telling Los earlier that I feel like most of the bad movies nowadays are just straight up bad and, like, barely even good now. So uh, most of mine are going to be from the 90s. Um, Wait, you know what? I'm actually double-checking if mine are all from the 90s. I think yours are. I don't think any of them are from the 2000s. I have some from the 80s, 90s. That one I think I'm going to drop. Actually, no, I think no, you do I have, have one. one. From 2000. Yeah. And another one from 2001. Well, my honorable mention. Honorable mention. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, but other than that, um, so I just want to give a quick update on the schedule for the next few weeks because, you know, it's the end of the year. What we're going to have happen is next episode, we're going to do a spoiler cast of um, Eternals, basically. So it comes out, what, next week, right, Los? Yes. At the time of this recording. With, with, with my future mistress, Summer Hayek. There we go. There we go. Don't don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> Not even she knows. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we're going to do a spoiler cast of Eternals, basically. And then episode after that, which is going to be December 3rd, we're going to be doing our top content of the year, which is top game of the year, top film, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, basically. So two more episodes. After that, we're going to take a break until after the new year. It's the holidays coming up, family time, all that good stuff. Um, I still might be dropping some content on the YouTube channel. We just won't be doing the podcast stuff. Um, yeah, we just might just stick to the TikTok stuff. Yeah, basically. Social media stuff. Maybe if we can squeeze a game ad in, we might do that. But other than that, yeah, we're going to take a nice needed break, you know? Um, yeah. Other than that, our audio listeners who are checking us out, make sure, do not forget to check out youtube.com forward slash the J House. You can watch the podcast live twice a month every other friday or thursday um and plus you get some content that you might not get in the audio version some of it might get cut out to shorten up the uh podcast you never know so yeah hit the like button hit the subscribe hit the bell notification where you go to the page so that way you can get notified anytime we go live or anytime we drop anything on the page 
And outside of that, Los, what have you been up to? How's life? I have been addicted to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, loving that game. That game is basically Assassin's Creed Japan. Um, nice, nice. So good. Um, I had the week off this week, so I've just been kind of just doing stuff around the house and setting up uh, my, like cleaning up my laptop from all my music so yeah. I could start doing um, DJ streams again. Um, nice. And uh, the the next one I'm going to do is kind of, um, like, I still haven't figured out the title for the overall stream, you know? Yeah. But the the next one is going to be um, kind of like Wedding slash Sweet 16 kind of vibe. Like, okay. I'm starting out with uh, with 90s dance, going to some dance hall, then going to some modern stuff and things like that. So, you know, just an hour. Nothing out of this world. Nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah, make sure you let me know when you're going to do that so I can definitely let the community know so we can all check you out. So, you know, show some love, all that good stuff. Um, me, yeah, I finally, today, I uh, upgraded to the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima because I got it on PS4. So I upgraded to the PS5 version. So this weekend, I'm finally oh, going to see. You forgot to mention that you got your PS5. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in case anybody wasn't here last episode, I finally got a PS5. It's been a little bit over a year. Finally managed to get one, signed up through the PlayStation uh, website uh, to buy one through them directly because I refused to spend $1,000 on the PS5. And I managed to get the regular PS5 for regular cost, you know. Um, so, yeah, I finally uh, upgraded to the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima. Say that 20 times fast. And uh, the game already looks beautiful. So I'm really curious to see what it's going to look like when I dive into it again this weekend to see what it looks like on the PS5. But it Wait, is. An you mean you're going to go past 1%? I'm, I'm actually probably up to like five at this point because I did play a little bit yesterday. <laughs> Ooh. So I'm inching up there. But I guarantee by the, by the end of this weekend, I'm going to be like at least 20, 30. Guaranteed. I'm calling it now, Los. Just saying. All right. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see if you can catch up. Because I'm already, I'm already on Act 3. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I'm almost halfway through it. Oh, jeez, Louise, Los is like getting through this game. Okay, that's how you, that's yeah. how you know Los loves the game when you play the heck out of it and you talk about it. That's how you really love the game because you don't do that all the time. So yeah, other than that, guys, we're gonna get ready to jump into it. Um, we are going to be doing our top ten best, uh, our top ten good bad movies. Uh, we're not doing this in any particular order. So number one is not the best. Number five is not the worst. Just kind of just throwing it out there, basically. Yeah. Um, Lois, we're gonna let you go first. What is your first? Okay, good, bad movie? my first is a classic from 1984, a movie called Night of the Comet. Uh, Night a comet, of the comet is wow. uh, the thing happens in LA. There's a comet that passes by Earth and kills most of the population. So, okay. uh, and the people who aren't killed are kind of not quite zombies, but they're like mutated and disfigured. So you have these two valley girls who um who survived for different reasons. Uh okay. and they wind up meeting with a, a guy who's a trucker. And it's about their adventures in LA and how things work. And it is such a good movie because it's a good bad movie. And it has Robert Beltrain in it who was Chakotay on Voyager. And I had forgotten that fact until I started looking up uh, the movies. 
Okay. For one, I'm looking at the trailer of this movie, which I'll show you guys in a second as well. Man, this movie looks super cheesy. <laughs> Yo, but it is good. Like, you're hooked on the story. Oh, and man. Kelly Maroney, which is the cheerleader in it, she yeah. actually has done True Blood. She's done Ryan's Hope. She did Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She's done um, a bunch of stuff, and she's even been in a couple other horror movies. Interesting. Oh, Kira, Kira in chat says, if I get my chocolate bunnies, maybe he can. Maybe I can what? Chat. Probably Here we go. Is. Here we go with the chocolate bunny thing again, chat. It's never, it's, it's never going to stop. It's never going to stop. Well, it'll stop once you buy the chocolate bunnies <laughs> and give her the chocolate bunnies. And you did promise her a Frappuccino, too. Okay, I know you brought up the Frappuccino thing. I don't remember promising a Frappuccino. Kira in chat, let me know. Be honest. Did I did I say anything about a Frappuccino? Because I do not remember that. I do not remember. Um, but yeah, I've never seen this film before. Um, I don't know. I might have to check it out. I mean, it looks a little interesting, I guess, based off of how you described it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, never heard it's, of this one. It's really good. I mean, it's so good that Shout Factory... Um, it's a company who does a lot of DVDs and Blu-ray releases of these older movies, these older cult films that yeah. they picked it up and they released it out on Blu-ray. Oh, that's on Blu-ray? It yeah, it's out on Blu-ray through Shout Factory. Jeez, I would have never thought that I would see a 1984 movie on Blu-ray. Interesting. Okay. Oh, Kira says like you don't remember falling asleep during the movie. Okay, listen. All right, I felt. Listen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let people know that you fell asleep during the Zack Snyder's Justice League that you hyped up for how long? A year was it? First off, listen. I had I fell asleep during the movie because of the simple fact that Lois and I was outside in the cold for like hours building my desk. I was exhausted. I worked the night before. I barely got. Come on, man. Don't do that to me. So, so you never gave me an update on the desk. How's it holding up for you? Oh, so far, so good, man. Honestly, it's been doing good. No cracks, no issues or anything like that. So I'm thinking about adding like some, like, um, something to like the edge of like where my arms go, like on like the edge of the desk, something to like, kind of like smooth it out. I don't know what to get or what to put there. No, no. I know what we could do. That's easy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about just adding something there, but other than that, it's doing pretty good. Oh, Kira says, so it was the food. Oh yeah, the food too. Uh, Losa's girl chat made some amazing food, so uh, I blame it on the food as well. The food knocked me out, so can't can't help it. When when food is good, it knocks you out. So that should That's be a compliment. True. That should be a compliment. Um, all right, good pick, Los. I might have to add that one to my uh, infinite list of movies that I haven't seen. Um, my movie that I'm going to go with first is going to be Demolition Man, which is okay, a classic. A classic. Um, uh, what is his name? Sylvester Stallone. Uh, what's the other guy that was in it? Um, geez. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Sandra Bullock. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty deep cast. Um, the film was based in like the future of of that time, where a. I think, uh, I think it was set in 2020. Really? Was yeah, I have to look it up. Interesting. Um. Demolition Man, when did this come out? Came out in 1993. 93. Oof. 
Yeah, um, Demolition Man for me, I was probably way too young to watch this movie for one, but I watched it anyway. Um, I thought and it was Sandra a good Bullock film. was like nineteen or twenty when she did this movie. Yeah, Sandra Bullock was super young when this film came out. Super young. Yeah, uh, that woman. That woman is like, like she's one of these few women who are like fine wine who actually get better with age. You know what I'm trying to say? And she's <laughs> so funny. Like she's never lost her sense of humor, which I love that about. Uh, her as a person and her as an actress. Yeah, we talked about this film doing our uh, best action film of all time tournament that we had. And I know one of the things I mentioned was I love the fact that her character in this film is so naive, but yet so smart. You know what yes. I mean? Like it, it was just really interesting what she brought to that character. Um, Sylvester Stallone was just being Sylvester Stallone. Um, but for some reason, Wesley Snipes was scary in this. Like as a kid watching this. He can be scary. Yeah, he he was actually kind of scary in this film. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it was a good popcorn flick. Super cheesy. The lines were insanely corny. Um, the acting was just really bad. I, I think uh, Sandra Bullock was probably the best actress or actor in this entire film, to be honest, next to um, Wesley Snipes. No, uh, also the old man in the movie. What's his name? Uh... The old man? Which old man? The old man. Remember uh, Bill Cobbs. Remember he played uh, a young cop that he knew. Um, what the hell was the character's name? He knew John Spartan. And okay. then oh. in 2032 when they thought him out, because I looked it up. 2032 yeah, yeah, when they yeah. thought him out, he was still a cop. Like for me, he was also one of the best actors too in that thing. Because that, act, that actor's been in so many things. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he didn't have a... A lot. I mean, I mean, he didn't have a big role in that film, but um, yeah, he has some pretty good acting chops. I'll give him that. Yeah, I'll definitely give him that. Um, yeah, like I said, I just thought it was a good film. Um, I mean, it was cheesy, but it was still enjoyable. It was one of those summer flicks that you can just enjoy with some popcorn, just kind of kick back to it, basically. Um, really My cheesy. My only but... gripe about that film is it's not quotable because I can't think of one quote from that movie yeah usually when you get action films you get like certain scenes or uh just certain things that you can quote from that film and yeah there there wasn't really a lot from it i I think one of the things that made this film really cheesy was the uh dialogue the uh, script was not that great no it really wasn't movie at that time everything was one-liners you know yeah like like when he did uh judge dread i am the law i am Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think um, Sandra Bullock and Wesley Snipes carry the film. Uh, it wasn't my favorite um, favorite Stallone movie because I, I just don't feel like Stallone was really Stallone. I mean, Stallone was Stallone, but I don't know. It just for some reason, I didn't like this character for him. I don't know why. I didn't like I this character. I did like it because it was, it was at a time when he was experimenting a little more. And he mm-hmm. wanted uh, a softer kind of image. Like, you know, okay. he remember he, when he did these movies, he was still coming off Rambo and everyone looked at him as Rambo. Yeah. And even though Rocky was so, so successful, people still referred to him as Rambo. Yeah, true, true. So he kind of started to soften his image then. Oh, okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Demolition Man, definitely one of my favorite films um, of all time and one of my favorite bad films. So... Love that film. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one, Luz? My next one is 
Hackers from 1995. Uh, when a, I think it was Sandra Bullock's first major role. Because wow. she starred in the movie. I forgot she started that movie. Not Sandra Bullock. Angelina Jolie, excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angel- I was going to say, wait, Sandra Bullock? Yeah, no, no, sorry. Oh, I was still thinking about The Militia Man. Uh, Angelina <laughs> Jolie. And this is the only movie where I actually enjoyed her performance. This I, one and, I and the one where she played the witch are the only two movies I've ever enjoyed her performance. I haven't seen Hackers in so long. I, I need to actually go back and watch this movie. Oh, I love this movie. It's been a while. Since I, I love this movie. movie. And, and there were so many... Like, the movie has really nothing to do with hacking because what they do with these fucking like floating things and you know projections on people's faces and stuff is ridiculous but um quotable everyone remembers hack the planet um everyone remembers the things they did to the to the fbi agent um who else oh what the hell's his name the the salsa singer had a part mark anthony had a part in this movie Wow, I forgot Mark Anthony was in this film. Yes, he was an agent. Uh, Penn Gillette was in this movie as a technician. Um, it had a lot of interesting actors in it. Wow, yeah, the cast is like top-notch. Jeez. Yeah. I forgot all these people were was in this movie. That, that, that's yeah, crazy. Matthew Lillard. Uh, Shaggy himself was in this movie. Yeah, I saw Shaggy in there. <laughs> and a little bit of trivia, the one actor who plays the freak, the Puerto Rican guy, uh uh Renoli Santiago he mm-hmm. actually taught an acting class in my elementary school really yeah he taught an acting class i met the guy once through like friends of a friend of a friend of a friend cuz he's from union city uh-huh. um um very strange like he's nothing like his character he's a very quiet person yeah um but um yeah i love this movie you know it's just so ridiculous you have to love it you know <laughs> it's like and the soundtrack cool. of this movie was really good. Like really? I still listen to some of the tracks from from the soundtrack of this movie. Absolutely, really good. What year did this come out? Ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five. Man, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah Johnny Lee Miller's in it. Mister uh, Sherlock Holmes himself. Yeah. Wow. Chat. We should. Uh, anybody who's listening to this, you should definitely check these films out if you haven't seen them yet. You should add it to your list for sure. Hackers is a cult classic. That's a good pick. Good pick. Yeah. And it's so 90s. They were like rollerblading and everything. <laughs> I haven't rollerbladed in a while. Um, all right. I'm going to jump to mines. Um, this one we kind of talked about a few times on our previous tournament as well. Mortal Kombat from 1995. Mortal Kombat. Yes. I still I love pre- that theme song. I, lo- I, I, I love that soundtrack. That soundtrack from the original Mortal Kombat film was freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. It was um, good, but I didn't think it was great. The theme song, great. Like, it's a timeless song. Yeah. I mean, and during this time also, like, this was when video game films were starting to, like, pick up steam a little bit. We, mm-hmm. we, we got Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I think we got a few others during that time. Not a lot, but... um. It was around the time that Super Mario Brothers came out, which was a major bust. And this film came out. Um, I was a kid at this time. So for me, I just thought it was going to be amazing anyway. I wasn't really worried about whether it was going to be good or not. Um, and for me, I thought it was pretty freaking good for what we got from the film, to be honest with you. The fight scenes, pretty good. 
the uh the uh, voice i mean i mean like the uh, dialogue wasn't that great the story was the story was interesting i think it was yeah. interesting how they went about you know the story it wasn't it wasn't a bad script in my opinion um plus it, it was the 90s it was a 90s script so very 90s all right <laughs> favorite fight scene in the movie is what oh that's a good one a good good question um my favorite fight scene from the movie would probably have to be scorpion and johnny cage because i was a really big johnny cage fan back then really big johnny cage fan that was like one of the characters that i played with all the time for me it was reptile oh that was a good one i think for me that'd be number two that'd be number two and what made it so epic was the fact is uh i forgot who he was previously he gets knocked into some statue and then you hear reptile and then oh yeah out. oh that's i was like woo reptile <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody went nuts when they heard that. Like everybody went nuts. It it was yeah. it, it was one of those films that really that really paid homage to the game. I feel like yeah. a lot of times we get these video game movies um and it just it doesn't pay homage to the game. They try to go a completely different direction, which is not bad sometimes. Like for example, like the Resident Evil films that we got over all the years, they were just horrible. Like at at that at that point it wasn't even a Resident Evil film. They just put they just put the name Resident Evil on there just so people can go watch it. The the movies had nothing to do with the game. There was barely any characters from the from the game in the film. Um and this one really stuck to the film. You know, we had uh finishing moves. Uh Shang Tsung said finish him like once or twice. Yeah, um, your soul is mine. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good line. I love it. It, it was just such a it, it was it was a really cheesy movie. But man, it is like the the pure definition of a good bad movie is yeah. Mortal Kombat. Definition yeah. of it. I so, love the locations though. The locations really help bring it to life. Yeah, that's one thing that I really liked about it too. Um, the uh, costume design was actually great. Goro looked really freaking creepy, but I yes. liked his design. Uh, special effects were a little cheesy, but like I said, it was the nineties. You know, at yeah. that time they looked great. So <laughs> well, the, the thing is too, like they actually try to do a lot of cgi you yeah, know they did. at a time when cgi was just kind of like oh we will eventually do that and they were like nah fuck it we're gonna actually do it yeah yeah true um i also like the fact that like the the fight scenes seemed believable you know it, it wasn't like we had people in there i mean i don't know if they could fight in real life or not but it just seemed like the people who were fighting knew how to fight like well, they're the fighting some match the lead actor i forget his name he actually was a martial artist okay um everyone else i don't know yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not sure either actually but i mean it, it was believable to be honest like it was very believable like you can believe that these people are actually fighting it, it, it didn't yeah. seem like they were just trying to fight so it was a good film like i said hands down one of my favorite films of all time um all right los europe what's your next mine one? is one of the first marvel movies ever made and to top it all off this film is um uh, what's his name the one who did star wars george lucas this is george also lucas? a george lucas film okay you ready okay howard the duck that was you know what i <laughs> Howard the Duck is a Marvel George Lucas film. It's so funny because I didn't realize that until like 
much later and i'm not gonna admit when i figured that out that that was a marvel movie because that's kind of embarrassing um yeah and the thing about the movie is it's like the first half seems so different from the second half like the first half is really fun and funny the second half goes really strange and it has tim robbins in it you know and he's a good actor and you're like what the fuck like what are you doing here yeah and it unfortunately has jeffrey jones do you know who he is i I forgot who that was jeffrey he played the principal in um wait let me just double check okay that that, that, uh i'm looking at the right actor uh jeffrey jones also was the principal in ferris bueller's day off and he's a known oh yeah wait he's a known pedophile he's a known pedophile in real life in real life yet he continues to still work Wow, I never knew that. That that is yep. that, that is Lois's fact for the day, chat. Yeah, and it's how much have you ever seen CSI, Las yeah. Vegas? Uh, the cop in it, Paul Gilf- Gilfoli, Gilfol. Mm-hmm. He's also in CSI. Wow, he's the cop, the detective. That's interesting. You know, I did I, I did not know that. Wow, you have Leah Thompson who plays the mom from Back to the Future. Yeah. You know, it, it has a lot of it's weird. It has some good actors in it, and you're like, how the fuck are these good people getting into this? <laughs> like, what made you want to be in this movie? That is yeah, you know what? I do remember this uh this movie very vividly. I watched it a billion times. At the time, I obviously like at the time that I watched it, I didn't realize it was a Marvel film. I just figured it was just like a movie about a, a duck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did, um, did you ever see the original twenty one jump street? The one on TV with Johnny Depp? Um, I believe I did. I don't remember it too much, though. That was so, that well, was so many years ago. Holly Robinson, who was the the black woman from the original 21 Jump Street, she's also in this movie. Wow. So this is like a star-studded cast for this film. Yes. And Richard Edson was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was one of the parking attendants. Wow. Yeah, it has, these, it has a lot of actors who've gone on to do different things. My next one is going to be a guilty pleasure. Do not judge me. Um, clueless. Yeah, I'm just going to leave don't it there. Really picture you <laughs> as a clueless type of guy. <laughs> like I said, don't judge me. I I don't even. You know what? Do you have like those movies that you're like almost ashamed that you like it, but you just don't know why you like it? Like you shouldn't like it. It shouldn't be for you, but for some reason, you just like it. Yeah, that's yeah, we all what, have movies like that. That's what Clueless is for me, and I don't even know why. It's it's it is like a typical chick flick. Um, I was super young when this movie came out. I just like Clueless. I don't know why I like it. Uh, maybe it's Alicia Silverstone. Is it Silverstone? Silver Spoon? Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Maybe it was Alicia. I don't know. Maybe I had like a little questioner at the time. Probably. Um, for me, it's Spice World. Spice World is one of those movies that I shouldn't like, but I actually like. I really think it's just a funny movie. That one and Josie and the Pussycats. I forgot about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I actually I... even like some of the songs from Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, my goodness gracious, Los. I'm going to hold I that swear. again. <laughs> That's something that I can use against you one day. Oh, nah, man. I'm not embarrassed about it. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to ask us my favorite song from Josie and the Pussycats, it's three small words. Oh, that's the name of the song? Yeah, that's the name of the song. Oh, wow. 
But clueless, you were saying what you like about it. Um, Alicia Silverstone. Um, um, I, I don't know. I just think the story was just. I, I was always at that age at that time. I was always fascinated with high school movies. You know, um, because I was always fascinated about going to high school one day. And I guess there was just something about this film at that time that just made me just. It wasn't really a good film. It wasn't really about anything. There wasn't really any crazy story to it. Um, it was just a school. I mean, it was a film about being in high school. And yeah. I just liked high school films. I guess that's why I liked um, these. What's the other one? Yeah, classic. The, the cult, cult classic high school film that my mom liked that. I didn't know she liked. The Breakfast Club. Ferris the Breakfast Day Club. Off. That's another one. Yeah, like candles. All all of those movies. I love those movies. So I I just think that I just have this like factionate like like just infatuation with high school films. Like they're just funny to me. They're hilarious. Like they're good stories. They're interesting. Because at that time, I I guess I I was young. I can relate to it. And yeah, I don't know. I just like Clueless, man. You know, it's Alicia Silverstone, man. Come on, how could you not like Alicia Silverstone during that time? Brittany Murphy was in it too. Brittany Murphy. She was super cute. Come and on, Stacy Dash. Oh, Stacy Dash. Dash, exactly. So Yo, I, I mean, used to have such a crush on her. <laughs> I think everybody did. I think everybody she's did. She's still gorgeous, but she's got like she's got a couple screws loose. She's had controversy over things she's she said in public about like a lot of stuff. Really? Did, yeah. did not know that. That's why her career kind of fizzled out. Oh wow! I never knew that. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it's like the, I just got like maybe, and I'm not trying to compare it to the Breakfast Club, but I guess I got Breakfast Club vibes from it. And I guess that's why I just kind of liked it. I don't know. Clueless is my uh, guilty pleasure and I'm not ashamed to admit it anymore. I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, Los, next up, what's yours? It is a film that almost nobody has heard about. It is oh, called boy. Split Second. It is from 1992, and it stars Rutger Hauer and Kim Cattrall. Hmm. Uh, it's a horror movie where uh, Rut. It's set in the future. Don't ask me what year. Okay. Um, I'll look it up in a minute. It's set in the future where global warming is so bad that London is flooding. Wow. And there is what they think is a serial killer out there killing people. But in actuality, it's a monster. And Rucker Hauer is somehow connected to it. Um, and he kind of knows like where it is. And this thing like will take an organ, take a huge bite out of it, and send the organ to the police department. What? Yes. <laughs> and it's really funny because it's one of the few movies that use the line, guns, we need more guns. And it actually comes out super funny. Oh, that's I where that line came movie. from? I don't know if it came from this movie, but I know they used the line in the movie. Okay. Um, but such a good movie. Oh, and it's set in 2008. Oh, wow. The future of 2008. The future. I feel like I've seen this movie. It looks so familiar. A lot it's... of people have seen it, but forgot about it. Yeah, I feel like I've like came across it. I mean, I, obviously, I was super young during this time. I'm aging. This I'm, movie was one of those movies that was on constant repeat on like HBO and Cinemax yeah. and things like that. Um, yeah, 
it's very British in a lot of in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but it has such an American wrapping to it that you don't feel like it's too dry or anything else. But it's such a good flick that I love watching it. It looks I love the tortured hero. It looks super cheesy. <laughs> just just looking at it, it looks super I, I definitely feel like I've seen this movie. I feel like I came across it, just never really paid attention to it. You know. Um, plus, like you said, if, if it was on repeat constantly, I'm pretty sure I came past it a few yeah, times. Yeah, you, you probably saw it. <laughs> and the way this guy drinks coffee puts me to shame. What do you mean? How does he drink coffee? Uh, Rucker Howard's character drinks coffee nonstop because he doesn't want to sleep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that definitely puts you to shame. For anybody and watching Duke or Trell listening. still had her hairdo when she, says, when she did Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Oh, really? Yeah. So this movie was made shortly after they completed Star Trek VI. Jeez. Oddly enough, there's some Star Trek connections, which I find really weird. Yeah, I see. Absolutely wasn't planned. Split second. I might have to add that to my uh, list to check out, guys. (laughs) Might have to add that one. Um, All right, I got two more, guys. Um, My next one on my list. Is going to be Dremel Mystery Men. This film came out and uh, I didn't. I did, I did not do my homework, guys. Did not do my homework. Uh, Mystery Men came out in 1999. This is actually probably the the uh, earliest. Well, not well. I guess kind of like the earliest film that I have on my list. 1999, um, starring Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo, funny woman. Yeah, Janine Garofalo was like freaking amazing during her time. I freaking loved her. Um, have you seen this film yet, Los, or no? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen clips of it, and All Star, I think, is the song that that was famous on that soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Hey, now, you're an All Star. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> that's when I discovered that song, too. Um, it's pretty much a film about a bunch of... Well, it's, it's based off of a off of a universe where there's a guy who's supposed to be like Superman. Um, and it's a, it's like a universe full of superheroes and bad guys. And these guys are want to be superheroes. They have these little so-called powers. One guy throws a fork. That's his superpower. One guy farts. <laughs> One guy, uh, he's a plumber with like a, a, a steel shovel or something. <laughs> it's, it's over the top. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. I think Kel is in this movie from Keaton and Kel. Uh, his is superpower, he? yeah, he's in it. Uh, his superpower was to be invisible. He's like the invisible man. It is, it is so over the top and ridiculous, but it's a good popcorn flick. I think that's one thing that makes a good bad a bad movie good if it's a good popcorn flick. I agree. Um, Kira says mine just loves to quote every damn movie he knows i'm not sure what she means by that Hold i think on. she's talking to you i think she's talking to you <laughs> oh yeah i do like to quote every movie i know because I, I i remember a lot of lines i do the same thing i don't know if demolition man isn't one of them yeah demolition man doesn't have a lot of quotes it, it there's not there's nothing to quote in there like what are you going to quote the only thing people remember mostly from that movie is the three seashells okay it. i think i asked you this before I think I did during the uh, action film tournament. 
what the heck do you do with the seashells? If you actually Google it, someone <laughs> explains it. Oh, man. They okay. actually explain the seashells. All right, chat. We're going to do this right now. We're going to do this right now. So bear with me. If anybody's typing in, typing anything in chat, Los will read it for you guys. Listen, I'm getting in trouble because you forgot to give her chocolate bunnies. Chocolate bunnies are being ordered. Um, you heard that here. He said he ordered your chocolate bunnies. No, no, they're being so ordered, means which means he's they're going to get it, <laughs> bro. Uh, you got if you get a Puerto Rican woman mad at you, you in trouble. Oh yeah, I know. Trust me, I'm 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 dating a Puerto Rican woman. Uh, you learning, you learning. I'm learning slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. Um, bro, if you hear them say "canto cabron," oh, that's it, bro. Just run, move to okay. another state, well, change your name. What is that? What is that? What Ask that her. <laughs> Ask, Ask her. her. Ask her if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh man, uh, my name in chat is that a good thing or a bad thing? Let me know. Um. One moment. All right. I'm trying to see. See, my name says that I already know. <laughs> I don't know, chat. I'm going to I'm going to have to come back to this uh, seashells thing. Because. OK, wait, one more thing. I'm, I'm clicking on one more thing. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just I, I have to figure this out and I want to figure it out on stream right now. So the movie is OK. Um... Here you go on screen rant the militia man how do the three seashells actually work okay so it says you hold two seashells like chopsticks and gently scrape what's left with the third what you grab the two right forgive me i have no other props you grab the two right here's your booty hole and you're like get the crap out and use the third one to scrape what's left that just sounds violent. <laughs> no, don't want nothing oh, hard coming man. near my booty hole. I am so Wait sorry. Wait a second. So if anybody who's just coming in here, we're talking about the three seashells from Demolition Man. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, who is from a time where, where they use toilet paper, he's transferred to the future where they use seashells to wipe their butt. And he's trying to figure out why am I using seashells to wipe my butt? And you literally just like Lil said, you take two seashells, you get in there, you get the waste. The third seashell is just for, you know, the excess stuff. So where do you clean that? Like, do you just like rinse that off in your sink? That's or maybe, maybe they're, they're, they're flushable. I don't know. It's probably like a little, like extra component on your toilet that like squirts out water like... there's a picture on screen rant where you see the three seashells sitting on a shelf next to the toilet that sounds so like unsanitary <laughs> it does <laughs> it sounds so un i mean granted it is just a movie but still it sounds so unsanitary my next one is the movie bedazzled it is a remake of a dudley moore film from the like... 60s this one has um, Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley as the devil. Bedazzle. Oh, funny, I love that movie. Funny. I love that movie. Funny movie. And my favorite quote from that movie is, damn the devil. Damn the devil to hell. Oh, my 
<laughs> I love that movie. Love that movie. It what is if, so funny. Whatever happened to Brandon Fraser? I haven't seen anything from him in like he's I've in seen... uh, Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot he is in Doom Patrol. And yeah. he just got cast in um in a big movie too. Oh really? Yeah, Orlando Jones is in this movie. Um, although the one funny thing is when he becomes the world's most sensitive man, the way they did the makeup on him, I think he looks like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I swear to God, I look at him I'm like they did Justin Timberlake right there. Oh man, that is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah, I I I remember this movie. Um, I haven't seen it in so freaking long, but yeah, it's 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 definitely a good movie. It's 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 a little corny, it is. But it's actually kind of funny though. It's kind of funny. And and Brandon Fraser during that time was like at like the peak of his career. He was like the guy in Hollywood. He was. You put him in anything, he makes you money. That's pretty much how it was. Except George of the Jungle. Oh, George of the Jungle was horrible. That's not you even know, a I've good never bad seen movie. That, but I've always wanted to see it. Oh, it's not that's not even a good bad movie. That's just a bad movie. Period. Like I wouldn't even put that in this category of what we're talking about right now first movie, movie i saw brendan fraser in was encino man yes yeah, same here oh that man almost made my list too i i forgot about encino man he was super young in that film too no he's in the juice yeah i can quote that one. <laughs> oh man chat by the way anybody who's uh either listening or watching uh if you're watching let us know what is some of your favorite good bad movies and if you're listening leave it in, in the comment section We'll definitely chat with you guys about it. Um, but yeah, um, good pick. I like this one. I've seen this movie like a billion times, actually. Um, uh, all right. A little bit of trivia, thanks to IMDb. Okay. The Elizabeth Hurley's schoolgirl outfit was actually hers. Really? Yeah, it was actually her outfit. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, they deleted a scene from this movie where he was a rock star because wow it was dark and morbid it was terrible like it took all the it sucked all the fun out of the movie so if you have the dvd you can see the deleted scene and it's fucking terrible really yeah that's why it's good to have uh freaking dvds shot yeah um, and also the longer version of this film the beginning they had more of elliot that's brendan fraser's character being pathetic and yeah. it was so bad that the audiences were like, Ugh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, it was like really cringy for them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So bedazzled. Um, definitely a good pick. All right. I'm gonna jump into my last one. And this one is obviously if I had to number these, these would, this would probably be my favorite good, bad movie of all time. I watch this movie at least twice a year. Army of darkness. Um, this one came out, um, let me see, when did this one come out? Armory of Darkness came out in 1992 with Bruce Campbell and Imbeth, the, uh, I don't know how to say her, that, her, her last name, but Bruce Campbell, that's pretty much who, who we know this movie for. <laughs> yeah. 1992. Uh, this is supposed to be the sequel to Evil Dead. Um, have you seen the... Evil Dead films, Los, or no? Yes, one and two. And one I and know two. why the second Evil Dead is kind of a remake of the first Evil Dead. Yeah, what is what is up with that? I never understood that. What was that about? Sam Raimi didn't have the rights to his own movie. 
Really? So they couldn't just pick up from Evil Dead 1. They had to kind of remake it in Evil Dead 2. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, did you see Army of Darkness or no? Hell yeah. <laughs> that one part where he sees all those little duplicates of himself and he's fighting them. Yeah. Oh man. I, I forget the skeleton movie. version of himself. Yeah, it's a good it was a funny movie. This is my boomstick. <laughs> now this movie has some like great punchlines. Like like so many punchlines come from this movie. Uh even even to this day, I, I say them sometimes. Uh great, great freaking film. I'm I'm curious as to like why they went this route with this film compared to how Evil Dead 1 and 2 was. Evil Dead 1 and 2 had some sense of humor to it, but it wasn't like this. I felt like Army of Darkness was more of a comedy than anything else. So why do you why do you think they went that route? Um because what people remember Evil Dead 2 for was the funny scenes. Oh okay. So like they went for the horror but they remember the funny. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Like Freddy Krueger, like as much as you, you're like, oh my god, I was so scared shitless in this one or that one. Like you mostly remember his one-liners, and you remember all the funny parts that Freddy Krueger did, not really his kills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I freaking love this film. I feel like most people, when they think of Evil Dead, from people that I know, they think of Army of Darkness more so than anything else because I feel like. With that film, when you reference Bruce Campbell, when, when you reference Ash, most people reference the Evil Dead film. Yeah. You know, um, so it was really cheesy. Probably the most the, the cheesiest that you could possibly get with a film. It was the cheesiest that it could be. Uh, it was true Sam Remy. Um, you see a lot of like his style in his later films from this film. Basically, yeah. the way the way he uses the camera movements. Uh, the way he shoots his shots, like he likes to do, like a lot, of, a lot of quick close-up shots. Um, that's like the Sam Raimi formula, and I, I feel like with this film is where that was born, basically. Um, the makeup and the special effects were really bad, but this was like the early '90s. <laughs> but the thing about Sam Raimi films is, no matter how good or bad the films are, you enjoy it because he sticks to the story, like he. He continues the story. You follow the story. There is a definitely point A to point B, and he follows the three-act formula. Yeah. He's, he's, it's a good film because he knows how to take what little he has and do the best with it. Before we get out of here, Los, do you want to leave anything special with the people? Um, anything interesting? Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and don't forget to share because there are a lot of people out there who would like to hear us talk nonsense about good, bad movies and other things. Uh, thank you very much for your support. A lot of work goes into the show more than you can imagine or think. Um, think about it. To go through good, bad movies, we kind of had to sit there and remember and research and look for good, bad movies. It takes a while. Um, yeah. And once again, thank you guys very much for listening, watching, sharing, commenting, subscribing, and telling your friends all about us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, Are we uh, going to mention the Patreon at all? Uh, yeah, patreon.com forward slash jhouse. Uh, if you guys want to support the podcast financially, um, you can uh, sign up for different tiers. You get different different benefits like uh, free jhouse merch, basically. Uh, behind the scenes, exclusive content through jhouse Patreon. 
Um, and don't forget to, you know, like, comment, subscribe, like Lo said, you know, definitely helps out the YouTube channel. Um, other than that, we have uh three more oh, episodes. Don't forget about our TikTok. Oh yeah, we're finally Follow on TikTok. TikTok. Finally on TikTok. Uh check the show notes. The link will be in there, or just type in J House Radio, J House Studios, you'll find us. Um, we have what two more episodes? Two two more episodes that we're doing. We're gonna be doing um spoiler cast for the Eternals next episode. And then after that, we're gonna be doing our favorite content of the year before we go on a nice little break um until the new year starts. So we're gonna start off the new year with a bang. Yep. A lot of a lot of new things coming your way. Um, but we're still gonna try to drop some content on social and on YouTube as well. Just gonna take a break from the podcast. Other than yeah. that, um, thanks everybody for interacting in chat. You guys are awesome. Kira, my name, everybody else uh, who's showing some love. Thank you guys. And audio listeners, leave us a um, review on on all the uh, audio platforms that you guys um, that you guys are on. That helps get the podcast known on the audio platforms as well. And even if it's a bad review, tell us that you don't like it. Tell us, tell us that you love it. Uh, give us five stars. Give us one star. Whatever. Say something so that way we know how you feel. Other exactly. than that, we love you. We love you guys. Peace and shake and grease. And Later, guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye.